We have located and taken the child back into custody. However, we have as of yet been unable to locate the archives. Last time on Lost Legends of Scadrial. Uh You guys were in the middle of this uh, protest where Fullman, uh, Foreman Bolsk was supposed to meet with Fullman Quince. And suddenly a shot rang through the air and Foreman Bolsk fell to the ground, blood spreading out across his shirt from his chest. Uh, as soon as you guys both turn your heads, you notice that Pinch is nowhere to be seen. Uh, I'm going to kind of like push my way through the crowd. And as I'm doing so, I'm going to start riding senses of outrage around me. I'm going to kind of, I'd like to kind of put my arm on his shoulder. And it's like, well, maybe your mob connections decided to do the dirty work for you. Okay. Uh, you, you feel a sharp spike of adrenaline shoot through you. And as you turn your head uh, to look at this hand that's on you, you see very, very large blue fingers. And as you follow the hand up, you see the suit. And then you see the very large coloss that is standing behind you with a hand on your shoulder. No touch! So what I'm planning on doing is just creaking the front door open and peeking my head out just real sweet-like. And like holding my stick of dynamite up and my match just so that I'm primed and ready to light the fuse. And I'm going to give him just the most angelic smile that I can possibly muster and then say, Hey, hun, if I were you, I would start running right about now. You, you guys, uh, you guys walk out the door casually uh, Bella, you pull out a pair of glasses that are darkly tinted, put them on your face just as Finn pulls the cap down over his eyes, and then there's a freeze frame as the building explodes behind you in a jet of flame. Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scadrial Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor, and with me I have two of the Lost Legends. I'm Lena, a.k.a. Belladora Wild. And I'm Zach, and I'm playing Finnegan Bowman. Okay, so after the events of the last episode, Belladora and Finn were both called back to Elendel to try and help uh, diagnose the source of the corruption instead of being reactionary as they were in this case with the strike. And so um, they were sent back by Maxil, and they have been sent to talk to the uh, candidate for a guildmaster election, Tot Bowler. And uh, is there anything that you guys would want to do before you uh, went and had your first initial meeting with Tot? Or would you just kind of go and get get a lay of the land before you had, did any prep work? I'd like to ask if Tot is short for anything. Uh, are you asking like before you got there or are you just heading straight? I'm just, I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think it's just Tot. T-O-T. Oh, that's lazy naming. Don't you talk about crafty that way. It's not. It's not like a. It's not like a nickname. 
Like, I can understand, like, oh, it's tiny, Tot Bowler, or something along those lines. And the tiny is, like, one of those, like, uh, ironic things that he's actually, like, this really big, strong dude. You know, let's just jump into the scene right there. Uh, Finn <laughs> is looking at Tot, who is um, actually kind of a diminutive woman, and asks if it's short for anything and says that's just poor naming. Well, you got a problem with my name, do you? Well, I mean, there's no flavor. It's just Tot. You don't need a flavor in the name. Your name just needs to stick you out from other people. Well, it certainly sticks out. I'll give you that one. Anyway, there's a reason that I called you over here. We're about to have an election, and I think that the uh, the other party, they're, they're up to no good. They're, they're going to try and lie, steat, and shield this election away from us in any way they can. And so, uh, after talking to Maxwell here about what happened up at the, the trade depot, well, I think you're just the right people to lie, cheat, and steal the election in our favor instead. And in whose favor is that? Uh, that of the union workers, of course. You know, I think that might be a cause I can get behind. We don't have a very large presence in the Engineers Guild, but it's enough of something that we got some we got some blokes rallying for us, and I think we got a real shot if it was fair. But I don't think it's going to be fair, so if they're going to play dirty, we might as well play dirty too. You know what I'm saying, love? So, uh, so what's the party on the other side, then? Oh, you know, rich buggers, noblemen's with all sorts of fancy decorations and posh pedigrees and titles. You know, Belladora, I think they've got us pegged. I think they do. The other guy's name is Wentworth Coxby. He has age and experience and all these good things that they think is what... But he basically thinks that he's entitled to it as if it's some sort of crown or something. As if we didn't do away with that with the last emperor died. And most importantly, he has a good name. We've got our work cut out with us. You think Coxby is a good name? You think that Wentworth Coxby is a better name than Tot Bowler? Wentworth, it's got... It's got style, it's got... Imagination, it's got... It's got a certain je ne sais quoi, if you ask me. Like a noble pedigree in a list full of titles. I mean, he sounds like a stuffy old bugger, but at least he's got a good name. This is who Maxwell sends me. Yeah, so Finn's fired. (laughs) 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 Anyway, I'm sure we'd love to help you out in whatever way we can. Good name or not. Anyway, I can't really be too involved with all this, but I'll hand you over to one of my personal assistants, and of course you got to promise not to tell anybody. Who would we tell? Fortunately, Pinch isn't with us, otherwise she'd tell everybody. He'd tell everybody. Yeah, that's true enough. Probably best he's not in on this one. So point us in the direction of who we need to meet. Oh, absolutely. Let me just take you right over. All right, she takes you over to an energetic young man who's got uh, dark black hair, and he introduces himself as Thrent. Now, I'm going to be helping you folks out here. Uh, we, we got a, an election that we want to win, but he's the kind that's got lots of money and doesn't know what to do with it. So he's putting it all into the election, whether it's for advertising, for alamances, you name it, this dirty trick in the book, he's done it. You want to know how I know that? Because I used to be on his side, and I decided I wanted to be on the good side for once. So you're basically like a campaign manager. Yeah, they uh, taught Parfa to pay me more, so I came over this way. Oh, well, okay then. 
So did you have any ideas on how you're going to win this election? Or at least sabotage the other side? Well, a whole lot of that depends on uh, what your skills are and what you bring to the table. I've got many pots, uh, many fingers in many pots around here, and I just need to know which way I can point you. We've got the uh, the division that's trying to rile up the people. We got the division that's meeting one-on-one with the heavy donors. Uh, we've got people who are running interference against any of election shenanigans that Wentworth might be throwing our way. And of course, uh, we've got the black hat team that's trying their own dirty tricks. Hmm. Well, what I was maybe thinking is, uh, we could potentially pretend to be their campaign managers and completely, uh, mess it up on their side. But we also tend to be pretty good at stirring up riots and the like. So if I'm uh, picking up what you're putting down there, you want to go and offer to be their fixes and then bungle the job. That's what I was thinking. We're also pretty good at bungling things. (laughs) If that isn't the most beautiful idea I have ever heard. And he gets up and like kind of like claps a little bit. And that's why she's the brains of this operation. I got four wits up my sleeve, and I'm yeah. not afraid to use them. Now, uh, what is it that uh, that you specifically think you might be doing so I know know what, what might be coming, what I don't need to interfere with with my own people? Well, does he have any sort of weaknesses we can expose, or any scandals that would be... Not pleasant to be out in public? Anything that can be accidentally leaked to the public. If he had anything like that, it's not something I've seen. But that's precisely the kind of thing that you can do some researching for in there. Mainly what I'm wondering is if uh, if you had something in particular in mind, you were going to pitch them. So that way, when you go ahead and, and I start to hear rumors about this sort of election shenanigans in the next month... I know I don't need to put my people on it to stop him because you are already doing that. We're not very good at the whole planning thing. We just kind of, you know, wing it. Well, in that case, when uh, you kind of figure something out, I'll give you my card so you can send me a discreet message. But in the meantime, let me set you up, get you over to Wentworth's camp, see if I can't get you in the door to talk to somebody. That sounds delightful. Sounds like a start. So you want to do the talking and I'll be the bodyguard like normal? Sure, that sounds good. Excellent. Alright, he gives you guys uh, general directions to like where the headquarters is and then gives you the name Tavis. So you uh, you make it to the directions that he gave you and you're standing in front of this uh, door that's got a great big sign over the top of it with all of you know the cheesy election time um, I don't know what the colors would be for Scadrial since they don't really have like the red, white, and blue, but you know, all of those cheesy colors and it says vote Wentworth over the top of the like billboard on this building. That might be something we should ask Brandon just to, you know, see what he says. Yeah, I'm not sure if he really gets that nitty gritty into the details. I know he leaves did- a lot of the aesthetic stuff up to like um Isaac Stewart I- and some of his uh oh, art okay. people. So uh, you guys are standing in front of this building, and you have the name Tavis. 
Okay, what kind of building is this? Is this like a like a city hall type building where you have to go to reception? Um, so they've just kind of like rented out this generic building, uh, maybe like two story with an office upstairs that they're using as their election headquarters. All right. Well, I'm going to go inside and look for a receptionist or something of the sort. Okay, yeah. Uh, you walk in and uh, there is somebody sitting at the front desk, um, a young lady with a pleasant smile. Uh, and she welcomes you and asks if there's anything that she can do for you. Hi there, sweetheart. I'm looking for uh, Tavis, I believe his name was. Oh, oh, sure. Let me let me go uh, see if he's available. And she leaves, comes back in a couple of minutes, and then um, directs you over to the back where uh, she leads you into a small office where this man is sitting behind a desk that's stacked with papers. And then um, he's got a couple of people who are it, like just exiting the office as you walk in. And he smiles and says, what can I do for you? Tavis, correct. Uh, Bellandora Wild, Lady Bellandora Wild, it's a pleasure. Uh, the pleasure is all mine, lady. So, I hear that you're running a bit of an election in these parts. Oh, yes, definitely. I uh, I don't think that we really have any problem with the competition. I mean, Tot, what kind of name is that? Am I right? <laughs> Thank you. That's what I'm saying. What kind of name is Tot for a politician? The kind that loses the election. <laughs> oh, you and I are of like mind, my friend. Now, uh, what does this election have to do with you two? Well, I just happen to be a bit of a fixer from the Urto area, and I've been, you know, trying to pull my weight around a little bit. I was wondering if you fine folks could use a face to put onto your campaign. Hmm. I kind of like the sound of that. Did you have uh, anything specific in mind, or uh, anyone that might back up some of those credentials? Oh, certainly I do have a couple of contacts. Uh, I'm also pretty decent when it comes to marketing, word of mouth, advertisement, that sort of thing. I'm good at making people look good. Okay, so I'll kind of leave it up to you right now. Uh, what stat you think would be best for this? Uh, whether you want to go with like influence or charm, but uh, with the I think that she would probably be working the charm angle. Okay, yeah, because otherwise I'd say you can like name drop a couple of people who would back you up and use influence, but whichever one you prefer. Don't fuck or don't screw me up. Um, yeah, no, that was uh, two twos and uh, a whole lot of nothing. Add another one for your beguiling smile. Okay. And you know what? One more for your skillful manipulator. <laughs> That's still nothing. That was so close to being good, you, but... You said you had twos, though, right? I, I did have twos, yes. That's good enough. You know, I think that you're just the kind of thing that this campaign's been missing. Uh, oh, is that so? Well, pretty lady who can charm a crowd. What, uh, what crowd doesn't want to hear that? Especially when you got old Codger Wentworth to follow you up. I mean, you got to give the crowd a break. Am I right? <laughs> I'm of course. Wentworth, I talk like this. <laughs> well, I will do my best to make him look as good as possible. 
Oh, it would have been so awkward if he had suddenly walked in at that moment. <laughs> that does not happen, though. <laughs> and uh, how about him? What uh, what does he specialize in? He's pretty good at muscle. Uh, he's been following me around for some some time now. Mostly just putting stuff up, putting stuff down, that sort of thing. He can help with preparations beforehand and after the fact. I'm gonna kind yeah. of. I'm going to kind of whisper over to Bella uh, as kind of like an aside. Rust and Ruins, you're making me sound like a lost Sunni pup. Just go with it, darling. It'll be fine. Fine. Bella Dora thinks, and what do you think this relationship was? (laughs) (laughs) Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sure that there's uh, something that we might be able to find for him to do, keep him busy. But in the meantime, uh, let's uh, go over some of the talking points. See, uh, see what you think of the situation and what you might change or what you think we should highlight. So uh, we're mostly trying, of course, to appeal to the noble part of the engineering guild. The ones who owned, uh, owned, owned these kinds of shops for years, not some of these uppity young no uh, titleist people who think they can just come in and take over and change everything that we've tried to build. And so we're we're playing up his age, his experience, his refinement, of course, and uh, his dedication to the guild. I mean, he's been with it for 40 years now. He, it's, it's his turn to run. I mean, that's just how way things have always worked. I don't know why this top person thinks that they can come in and change that. And we're going to make sure that doesn't happen. So we're, uh, we're going over that. We're going over his... Uh, history of working with the previous guild masters and mostly were clinging to the message that if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Of course, that sounds great. And how old is Lord Wentworth exactly? Oh, he's got to be getting into his 65th, 68th year, something like that. Oh, perfect. He's got like, what, two years of life left? That sounds excellent. Let's, let's focus on that a little bit more. Um, what, what else are you talking about to these noble folks? Well, of course, we can, uh, we can't openly promise certain rates to certain businesses or more work from the city or things like that. But, you know, it's, it's something that, uh, Wentworth and his people have, uh, They've got that sort of thing taken care of in the more uh, day-to-day uh, things things that other people don't need to be involved in, if you catch my drift. Of course. It still wouldn't hurt to maybe give them a subtle reminder that, you know, they might owe Wentworth a little bit. Oh, of course. That's a, that's a great idea. Let me write that down. And now, let's see. Um... People love somebody who's a little bit relatable, you know? What about talking about his background a little bit, his his history as a human being? Oh, well, of course, he went to the uh, finest schools down uh, in the southeastern portion of the basin. Uh, he played only the best sports there, uh, water polo and uh, things of that nature. I don't know what Scadrian Lacrosse would be called, but he played it. <laughs> um, he, uh, of course, he's very generous. In fact, he uh, 
he has a couple of uh, charities that he's even earmarked some uh, expenses from the guild to participate in. And uh, of his own money, of course, a little bit here and there, but uh, mostly he organizes fundraisers for, you know, other other causes and then handles the funds to give them out later. Of course. What kind of causes does he love to champion? Well, of course, there was the uh, the the fundraiser to fix all of the bent lampposts in the city, and then the fun the action committee to change the law prosecuting any uh, any uh, any people who might bend them with their allomancy as they traps through the city. Uh, of course, he uh, had the initiative to clean out that area of town where homeless folk were congregating. That was an eyesore, and he uh, took. Really took the helm off on that one. Perfect. Perfect. This is all excellent. He's against vandalism. He thinks that homeless people are an eyesore. That is very popular with noble folks. Uh, let's see. What else can we talk about? What's his family life like? Well, of course, he came from a long line of, uh, I mean, of, uh, Coxby's who were, uh, <laughs> uh, also part of the Engineers Guild, and, you know, this is, uh, they weren't all of our guild masters, but each one has had their time at the helm, and so you've got that sort of tradition backing him up. You know, why wouldn't you choose him? It's the way it's always been. Of course. Uh, wife, children, any mistresses I should know about? Oh, well, uh, I'm sure that I wouldn't know about that. Uh, but he does have a lovely family. Uh, his wife uh, lives in another city. They visit from time to time. She keeps the children. Oh, that doesn't sound like the happiest of marriage, if I'm being totally honest with you. Oh, I'm sure you know how it is. He's got a large empire, you know, and now he's looking to run the guild master, the guild of engineers. So he'll have to spend quite a lot of time in Elendel, but all of her family lives over, uh, over around in another city. So. Of course. Why keep your wife happy when you have to keep an entire city happy? Well, I wouldn't say that his wife is unhappy, but, um, you know, he provides for her. Though you wouldn't say that she's happy either. Well, I mean, let's just say if you asked about her affairs. <clears throat> hmm. he, he goes to high-five Finn. <laughs> I high-five him instead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I knew I liked you from the moment you walked in. And he kind of like loosens his tie and he reaches down and pulls open a desk and he pulls out a bottle of whiskey and uh, just two glasses and he pours you a glass of whiskey and hands it to you and uh pours himself one as well. Finn's gonna look at I, Finn's gonna look at him really intimidating like. And just I, kind I, of I, never I want, looking at Bella. I want to hand Finn the glass of whiskey and pull a flask out of my bustle. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. And I'd like to pull a flask out of my vest, pour the drink into the flask, and then drink the flask. Uh, he, he doesn't even notice, because his eyebrow kind of went up when he saw the flask come out, and his smile got a little bit bigger. He takes a long drink of his whiskey. I take a sip out of my flask, and I'm going to just kind of settle in. Uh, if he has a chair across from his desk, I'll sit there and kind of recline a little bit. And I'm going to say, all right, 
Well, down to the nitty-gritty. What can you tell me about our dear Lord, what's his name, Lord Coxby? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Give me another uh, influence roll at plus one. (laughs) Lord Coxby. I mean, she's not wrong. I, I genuinely forgot what his name was, and I had to look at my notes. I thought, I thought it was Cogsworth. C-O-C-H-S-B-Y. Oh, did you say Cogsworth at one point? Wentworth Cogsby. Wentworth Cogsby. I, I still think you said Cogsworth at one point, and it threw me off. <laughs> okay, well, that was one, four, and three nudges. Uh, you can spend two of those nudges to oh, wait. the rest. I also need to roll another one because I forgot that my influence is plus four. Um, okay. Spend one of those to re-roll the rest. I'm sorry. Did I say influence? I meant charm. Oh, okay. Um, how many is that? Uh, seven total. There we go. <laughs> um, that was a two, a three, and four nudges. Um, you can spend two of those nudges to re-roll everything else. Okay. <laughs> okay, there we go. That is two fives. Hey! Okay. Um, he, uh, will kind of, like, look around, and he's gonna stand up and close the blinds, and then close the door, and, like, pull the shade down on the door, and then go back and sit down at the table. Uh, if you're gonna be in this, then, uh, you should know that um, some of those charities and especially the money he's got earbacked from the guild it's uh it's not for charity he's uh, sending it off to the mob oh interesting, interesting. which i mean it, All right. it's something that uh you know it's the cost of doing business nowadays they got their fingers in a lot of uh, pies of course so that's just uh you know guild regular guild expenses it's not like he's an officer for them or anything, but, uh, you know, they, they got to his business first and they got to the guild Naturally. a long time ago. And it's, you know, it's not something that we advertise, but, you know, you, you if you're going to be a major player in this election over the next month, then it's something that you need to be aware of. Of course, that was all that I was asking, darling. We just need to know, you know, the dirtier details so that you can... Smooth it over and polish it up. You know, so, that uh, way we can prepare for any trouble. Exactly. So uh, that's the kind of thing that you do also, is you're not you're not just going to be out there in front of the people, but you're going to kind of smooth over some troubles we might have? Well, you could say that I am pretty good at that sort of thing. We got uh, him. Go ahead. We got him. You can do it. Last charm roll. Uh, this time with okay. no... Okay, that was two fives and a nudge. Hey. Well, we do have uh, this one problem. You know Pin Fesseroy? He's the, the guild treasurer. He's on to us, and he's been on to us for a while. And uh, Wentworth thinks it's only a matter of time before he starts asking for uh, blackmail money. So, 
especially with the election coming up over the next month. It's not something that he wants to be spending his money on now or in the future. And it's something that the young upstart like Tot might, might be able to use to leverage some votes her way if people cared about the sort of thing like funding the mob. I mean, come on, uptight losers, am I right? Oh, honestly, just the worst. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, uh... All right, and it was Pen Fesseroy, you said? Yeah, Pen Fesseroy. She's just like a... She's she's a kind of a scrawny little thing, and she's uh, always got a scowl on her face. She needs to smile more. Well, if you let me at her, I might be able to put a smile on her face. Oh, man, this is gonna... So much off my plate just today. Oh, darling, if you need anything else off your plate, just let me know. Well, then there's... I'm here to help. Then there's the matter concerning her salary. Well, I don't come cheap, darling, and, well, you did already disclose quite a bit of information for me, so I imagine that I'm pretty much already on the payroll, right? <laughs> okay, go ahead and give me an influence roll this time, plus one for the skillful manipulator by twisting the knife there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember how you told me that, like, the dude is into the mob's pockets? Before I signed a contract. <laughs> you know how you did that thing? So how much are you going to pay me to keep that under wraps? That was two fives. Okay. Uh, I'll go ahead and increase your resources by one permanently. Oh, beautiful. All right. It's like I'm your agent or something. <laughs> At least she contributed a little bit to the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> My contribution was that permanent plus one resource. You're welcome. It's a pretty good contribution. <laughs> okay, so he we'll say that the meeting kind of wraps up after that. Um and he uh has that as your first task to go and talk to Pin and try and convince her to, um, you know, see, see the right way of things and not to go public or try and uh, extort any money from them as your first task before he starts bringing you out in front of crowds or bringing you into more, um, day to day kind of things. Okay, Finn, how are we going to play this? You know, I'm thinking of being completely ruthless, to be honest. I mean, noblemen funding the mob, that's that's some nasty business. What if we somehow made it look like he was turning on the mob? Hmm, and how do you propose that we do that? Well, we've got someone who's got all their financials. Maybe he's able to move some money around, make it look like he's betraying the mob, skimming off the top. And then the mob will take care of him, the problem solved. Hmm. I guess that is one way of doing it. I was thinking more, if this person can find us some proof that he's funding the mob, and then we, hmm, accidentally leak that information to the public at a very pertinent moment in the election. Why not do both? Um... Well, I guess it would be an option. 
we can leak the information and also leak the information that he's been skimming them for his own gain. And then let the mob take care of him, and then the mob's also less powerful because they've been, they've been, uh, I, I want to say whistleblown, but that's not right. That sounds so wrong. They've been uh, found out. Compromised. <laughs> compromised, yes! Compromised! And then that's turn will probably keep other noblemen from funding their operations for the time being, so it's a win-win. I do like that idea. That does definitely show some promise. See, Finn, you're not just a pretty face. Oh, well, thank you, Bella. <laughs> All right, well, should we go talk to Pin? Yes, we shall. So what I can kind of gather from this, you want to convince Pin to, like, join up and create some, like, fake books that makes it look like Wentworth is embellishing, um, embezzling money from the mob as well as uh, off the top of what he's already giving them from the guild? Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. okay. And then maybe also get us some proof that he is funding the mob so that we can through the guild, which is even that worse. Information, yeah. All right, cool. Um, so you, we'll say it's the next day um, that you uh, kind of schedule a meeting with Pin <laughs> as sort of uh, you know get out the vote kind of effort um, to since she since she's more of an influential member, having been the treasurer for a very very long time. So she's the treasurer of the guild. Yeah, she's the Guild of Engineers Treasurer. Okay. Well, hello there. What can I do for you? Uh, Lady Belladora Wild, I'm here on behalf of, uh, what's his name? Lord Coxworth. <laughs> Lord Coxby? Oh, yeah, that's the one. I uh, see his first name is Wentworth. I think that's where you got confused. That might have been it. I think you're right. Anyway, what's, yep. what is it that you uh, wanted to talk about with about him? I take it back what I said about his name. His name's just too confusing. <laughs> yeah, what is that? Five times now that I've gotten it wrong? That might be saying more about myself than about him, but we'll blame it on him. It's fine. So, uh, Pin, I understand that you're the treasurer of the guild. Oh, yes. Many, many years and, now. Uh, how many years is that? Oh, I'd say at least 30 years that I've been the treasurer and another 20 that I've uh, been a member. What I'm saying is I'm old as hell. <laughs> well, I've heard that you are a woman of discernment. And integrity. And integrity. Yes, exactly. Her eyes kind of shuffle back and forth as she looks around the room to see uh, if there's anybody else in the room with you. Uh, I was wondering if maybe there might be somewhere more private that we might be able to speak. Uh, let's, uh, let's step into the office here, away from the main floor. And um, she leads from, like, the common area that you were in at the uh, Guild of Engineers headquarters and into the uh, treasurer's office. 
if if you're coming here to kill me, then my dead drop will come and expose oh, the secrets. Stop, please. No, no, please, stop, stop. Please, you're no, you're okay. No, you're no, okay. No. I I know we look intimidating, but we're we're not here to hurt you or harm you in any way. Honestly, we're here because Lord Wentworth or whatever his face is is honestly just a right prick. Uh, go on. Well, we are sort of suspecting that he might be up to something, if you catch my meaning. I thought that you were one of the ones that they... that you, Aren't you electioneering for him? Exactly. She, They'd never suspect me. She looks very confused. If this is a trick, I haven't told anyone about what I know yet. Well, we're hoping that maybe you might be able to tell people about it. But wouldn't that put me in danger? We'll have Not with us behind you, darling. Uh, why, why don't you tell me exactly what it is that you're suggesting here? What are we suggesting, Finn? Well, we we want to find a way to make sure that Cogsby loses the selection. Or loses his head, to be honest. But you're working with his team. That's how good we are. And I'll wink at that. I'll level with you. We're actually working for Tot. That makes a lot more sense. Yes, that makes more sense. I mean, she she may not have a very impressive name, but she's got a good hedge on her shoulders. I think that this conversation's a little dangerous, and I'm not sure that I want to be talking to you. What if we said that we've gotten first-hand information that Wentworth is paying the mob using your guild's funds? Uh, give me a wits roll. I got four wits and I'm not afraid to use them. That's two threes. You see her eyes dart towards her desk, and she looks at a specific drawer for half a second before her eyes flick back to you. Now what we- What exactly are you hiding, my dear Pin? I'm- I'm not hiding anything. I just do what the guild needs done, and, um, if- if the powers that be are- not doing what they should do. That's nothing to do with me. I just want to live a quiet life. Is the mob threatening you? No, and that's part of the the problem, the solution, the current situation is that that could happen. Here's the thing. We're trying to make it so that doesn't happen to people anymore, and you could be a part of that. What we'd like to do is we'd like to doctor some of those financial documents that you have on file. And then pos- and then anonymously leak- anonymously leak and put it out there that Wentworth is using those funds to, uh, to fund the mob for the public to know. But you, that's a they little don't... target right on my back. I'm the only one who has the access to those kind of things. What if there was a break-in 
to your office. Ooh, I like the sound of that. Well, it would it would have to be you'd really have to break in. I couldn't just leave the door unlocked for you. It would you'd have to show show your work if you don't mind me using an old school teacher's vernacular. Oh, I think I could manage that quite well. The timing would have to be very delicate. This isn't something I'd want getting out too too early, you know, too uh, too early so that it doesn't even affect the election or something like that and exposes me before it'll make a big difference. That's why we need your input on this. You're an invaluable asset. Well, and I'd need time to alter the documents as well. I'm I'm not sure that I'd have them ready even It'd be hard to get them up and ready before the election even started, or finished. Hmm. Is there any way to postpone an election? We're going way beyond what I feel comfortable with. I mean, it... I might be able to do it, but it's... You're asking quite a lot from me. We are- okay, let's simplify it. What kind of help might you need to get those documents drawn up? Well, uh, mostly I just need to know that what, what I'm doing won't get out. I need to know that I can trust you. I'm willing to take the fall for this, if need be. We're unknown elements in this whole thing. I mean, we could... We could just drum it up to being spies for the other, for the other side that they mistakenly let into their uh, circle of trust, if you will. Both of you give me uh, charm rolls. Uh, Bella, add add one for your skillful manipulator. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Two fives. Two fives and a nudge. <laughs> okay. Okay, I don't think there's any way for me to argue with that uh that scenario at all. Um so um we'll we'll say that the rest of the scene plays out with it like this. Um she kind of voices some concerns that this is something that you guys wouldn't be up for and that she wants proof that you're able to do the sorts of things that you say that you can do. And so um, you give let her in a little bit on your confidence and tell her about the job that you did uh, for the union workers up uh, up at the dry, a trading post and, or the shipping yards. And then you uh, kind of hint that the bank that was hit, uh, that that might have been you guys as well. And so the more that you talk to her, the more resolved her expression grows. And uh, until finally she uh, she nods and she agrees and she actually pulls out the books and starts working on them then and there before you guys leave. Here's to another job well planned. We're totally going to get this poor old woman killed. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> and um, we'll say that like kind of coordinating this and working with her um, took like the first week. And so you've got three weeks left until the election. All right. Now, are there any other options we have for to kind of set the stage for this kind for this ball to drop? Oh, absolutely! You've got uh, you know two and a half weeks left, or two so three weeks left. So we've got so we've got the financial documents and the corruption and 
uh, ends the, uh, basically turning the mob and Wentworth Cogsby against each other in the works right now. Um, what other things were, what other things did we talk about? Uh, getting Bella involved in like campaign events, promoting, uh, Wentworth. Um, he might have something else that you could go back to him and ask for, like trying to hush up scandals. Um, you could spread rumors about him and his, uh, staffer, uh, his wife's and his staffer having an affair. Now, as far as, um, did they mention anything about possible, like, trying to rig the elections through, like, brute force, like, having people, having muscle at each, uh, election stop that, um, to try and, like, bully people into voting for him? Uh, he didn't outright talk about it at your meeting. Um, you would know just from your general conversation with him that, um, the election itself is going to be held in the guild hall, but it's going to be held by a third neutral party that is going to come in and outside of the control of the engine, uh, the engineers guild is going to be securing the ballots as they're voting and taking care of all of that side of the election process. And so gotcha. um, you got the impression that while it wouldn't be impossible to do direct voter manipulation, that there are going to be several uh, several obstacles in the way. So I guess our I guess our goal right now is to try and turn as many people into supporters of Tot through through uh, Cogsby's campaign as we can. Yeah, and you could always, you know, try and do uh, do something like that and try and set it up, like maybe find out who the company is and bribe somebody who might be able to get you in, like start to formulate a plan, if that was something that you wanted to do. But it's it's up to you how you want to fix this election. Could I um, could I use any contacts with the Ellendale Constabulary in order to see if there is any investigations ongoing into? Cogsby Wentworth's operations. Um, Wentworth Cogsby's. <laughs> go ahead and give me an influence roll plus two. Uh, so that'd be four, I think. Four. That'd be four. One's and a nudge. Um, there have been a couple of investigations opened into this sort of corruption. But it seems like every single time there, it's just a couple weeks later and it gets shut down. Uh, but that's all that they're able to tell you. Gotcha. Okay, thank you. We could always potentially not even have Finn break into the office. We could, like, leak it to the police. I think that would kind of uh, implicate the treasurer, though. That's if fair. this wasn't yeah. sort of, uh, you know, electioneering where, you know, their they're, people are coming in to find, uh, you know, opposition research, but rather that the police are coming in are going to try and crack down. Something we mm-hmm. something we should decide is once we have those financial documents and that information, who are we going to send that to? Um, who are we going to leak that information to? Is there some kind of uh, union newspaper or... Uh, some kind of press that goes all throughout the city that 
primarily would be uh, getting in the hands of our target demographic. Um, it could you could probably leak it to the broadsheets, but the easiest way would be just to send it back to Tot's team, and then let them take care of that. Gotcha. So so we'd be taking that information to Tot and letting them letting them deal with it from there. Yeah, that that'd probably be the simplest way, unless you wanted it out of their hands, so that way you could do with it what you wanted to. Because you don't necessarily even have to decide to go along with Tot in the end if you don't want to. But, I well, mean, true. the way that the beginning of this session went, I don't think that uh, there's much of a choice in that. Unless I build the best campaign ever for freaking whatever his name I mean, is. I still feel oily. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, another option that you could take if you did want to go to the constables is using your connections to uh, try and find a way to give immunity to the treasurer if she gives them that information. But that would require another role to convince her to go along with that plan. I think the plan we've got right now is pretty solid because it doesn't implicate her in any way. Uh, which is the overarching goal is to make sure that she doesn't get in trouble while we're doing our own uh, survivorist anarchy. All right. Um, we probably have time for like one more little vignette before the end of the episode. If you guys had something else that you wanted to uh, get rolling for next time we record. Bella might try to figure out who in this whole campaign situation on Wentworth's side, or if there are multiple people, who is the biggest gossip? Okay. Um, how would we make this a role? I think that it would be um, over, over the course of the first week, that you were trying to, like, while Finn was talking to the constables and kind of getting all the information he could there, you were hanging out with the staff, kind of ingratiating yourself with them and getting to know them. Uh, go ahead and give me a charm roll plus two. One for skillful manipulator, one for socialite. Nice. Okay, that was a four, a one, and four nudges. <laughs> you are nudge city tonight. Go ahead and spend two of those. <laughs> All right. Okay, that was two fives. Okay, uh, yeah, over the, the course of the next week, you identify who the biggest gossip is and have spent a lot of time with that person. Um, are you trying to get a secret about... Um, like Lord Wentworth, besides what you already have, or what what kind of information are you trying to get from this person? Um, yeah, I I would say that probably I'm trying to gather information, but not so much that as kind of like hint at the less good things that I've heard about Wentworth uh, in my dealings with this campaign, and see how much of that I can get out elsewhere. Okay, so um, we'll, we'll say that it, it's been kind of like this. So as you got to know who that person was, uh, you started to take them to more and more public places where you figured out that the guild uh, usually hangs out. 
And so you start, like, getting them riled up and asking them, you know, very salacious things about his wife and his home life and, you know, what what it, he was like in his college days. And, you know, this person just starts spilling the tea everywhere. And each day the stories are getting more and more ridiculous and more and more lewd and more and more loud until uh, eventually, like, they kind of take a life of their own and start spreading throughout town. Scadrial Tea Party for the win! Yes! This is exactly what I was going for. <laughs> and I think that we will go ahead and call it an episode there. You know, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back in another two weeks, and I hope to see you then. Have a great night. Bye! Bye. Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. The Mistborn Adventure Game, the Alloy of Law Supplement, and the Masks of the Past Supplement are owned by Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo, and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube at LLOS Podcast, or join our Discord community. We hope that you'll give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. And make sure you tell a friend who loves Brandon Sanderson. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. <laughs> I'm loving this. This is amazing. <laughs> I'm sorry to break character. <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying this. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just listening and I'm like, I'm just going to keep letting her talk. Because she's got this. I'm really glad that you have this faith in me, because I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I, it just keeps building, and I, I, I'm trying so hard with this. It would be so much to work with. It's awesome. <laughs> okay, I think I'm back focused.